Episode 6, The 6 Must-Ask Questions to Reinvent Your Life at Any Age. My name is Dan Mason. In 2012, I was overweight, getting divorced, battling depression, and feeling trapped in a career where I was successful, but bored and unfulfilled. And it's actually the greatest gift I've ever been given. I used my pain as a springboard to discover my life's purpose. Now, I want to share the same tools and strategies which help transform my life with you. So you can live Life Amplified. Does your life feel so off track in so many different areas that you can't even picture what it would look like waking up every day happy and fulfilled? Do you hear stories of other people who bounced back from rock bottom and created the career of their dreams or an epic romantic relationship, but that little voice in the back of your head says, that's not really possible for me? Do you feel like it's too late for you to create an extraordinary life of your own? Maybe you feel like you've been living for everybody else's expectations for so long that you don't even remember what it is you wanted in the first place. If so... I hope that you'll consider this episode as a gift from my heart to yours. Welcome back to Life Amplified, everybody. It is Dan Mason. I know I'm a couple days late in getting this episode out. Uh, my deepest apologies for that. I'm actually coming to you from my hotel room in Scottsdale, Arizona, where I'm in the middle of an 11-day retreat with my mentor and my soul tribe of people who support me. And we're just doing some deep work right now, putting together our vision to create an extraordinary 2018 and I thought, what a great opportunity for me to check in and help you create a roadmap to do the same. So my intention for our time together today is to give you something practical and useful and easy to implement into your life right now. There is nothing that I'm going to share that should feel too ethereal or just feel too woo-woo or new age for you to really grasp or understand. These questions are powerful. I use them at the lowest point in my life. I continue to use them since when I've needed to course correct. And these are five questions that will help you find clarity, help you get unstuck and get the car back out onto the road, if not in between the lines, so you can move forward and create an intentional, powerful 2018. You know, it's December 7th on the day when I'm recording this podcast, so it's a good time to take inventory. What is working in your life and what isn't? Maybe you just feel like you got to make a small two-degree shift in one area of your life. Maybe you are just at the lowest point you've ever experienced, and I've certainly been there. If you've listened to the show, you've heard me talk about bits and pieces of my story, and certainly in the intro to the show, I tell you where I was at and what rock bottom looked like for me. Overweight, embarrassing, awful, emotionally taxing divorce, battling depression, feeling trapped in a career where I was making great money, but I wasn't happy and I certainly wasn't connected to my purpose. And the worst part is, is I just felt alone and isolated. At that point in my life, I didn't know how to be vulnerable and ask people for help. So I felt like I was going through it alone. And you take a look at where my life was in 2012 and you see where I'm at today with a thriving, passion-filled coaching practice, a podcast that debuted number one on Apple, co-authored a best-selling book, working with people in 10 countries, and it's easy just to assume that it was this one-stop shop, right? That I did a little bit of work, and then my life was awesome, and I never had to look back. And I want to be honest with you, because that's not really how our journey works in this lifetime. It's not a straight shot from point A to point B. You'll take two steps forward, and then you'll take a step back. 
And that's what my journey has looked like. In 2012, I created massive transformation quickly. I lost 37 pounds in less than three months. I bounced back from that divorce and created some of the most deep, soulful, loving relationships I've ever experienced in my life as an adult. You know, I made friendships and connections with people who are still enormously important to me. I manifested an entirely new job and moved cross country from California to Boston, and it was all super powerful and it was great. But here's what's interesting is six months after creating all that change in my life, I found myself feeling empty again. You see, I had done so much work to fix the exterior of my life, surround myself with better people, look better in my physical body, but I had not at that point done the deep emotional work to connect with my purpose and bring it to life. That's why I wasn't feeling fulfilled. The comparison I would give you is looking at one of those fixer-upper shows on HGTV where they'll take a house overrun with mold, with rotted plumbing, and going and just slapping some fresh paint on the outside and fixing up the landscaping and thinking that I had an inhabitable house. It was still a moldy-ass house at the end of the day because I had not really done the work on my inner game to see what were the beliefs and the thoughts that I had that even got me to rock bottom in the first place. So off I went on my personal growth journey, and I invested tens of thousands of dollars and worked with amazing world-class mentors. And the success has happened year after year. You know, my business has doubled over the past 12 months, and I've you know, been doing keynote speaking engagements. And I get a chance to communicate with you on this podcast and be featured on the Elvis Duran Show in 80 cities across the country every week. But here I am right now at another point in my life where it's time for reinvention. Because as great as everything has gone for me professionally and as much as I've grown as an entrepreneur and as a man over the past two and a half years of my life, I've also realized at the end of this that my girlfriend and I were growing but in different directions. That we don't really have the same values, that we don't want the same things for our life. and. You know, uh, I'm still processing this, so I don't want to get too far into it, but we've decided to go our own separate ways. And I'm at another crossroads where I got to figure out what does the next level look like for me? I came to Florida originally for a corporate job. I stayed for the relationship, and now I'm trying to figure out where do I want to go take my business? Where do I want to live? What is 2018 going to look like? And the five questions that I'm going to share with you in this episode are the same ones that I used to reinvent my life in 2012, and they're what I'm asking myself right now to find my next level. Personal growth is not a destination. You're never going to cross the finish line when you reach a goal in your life. It's not like you bust through the ribbon at the New York Marathon and everything is perfect. You'll be fine for a while, but then you're going to feel called to grow again. In fact, if you're a person who's feeling stagnant right now, it's because you haven't really moved. There hasn't been anything new in your life for a number of years. But the questions I'm going to share with you, they will help you find clarity and they will help you create action toward your next right step. So if you bear with me, I'm going to give you everything I have here over the course of our half hour today. And if you love what you're hearing, don't forget to click follow on the iHeartRadio app. Click subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And please share this with a friend who is in the struggle. Now, the first question to reinvent your life at any age well, you're going to eye roll at me when I say this because it's going to seem so basic and so obvious, but it is not easy to put into practice. Question number one to reinvent your life is what 
do I want? And you're probably thinking, whatever. I just listened to this idiot talk for seven minutes, and that's what he's going to say is, what do I want? I know what I want, Dan. I thought that at one point in my life, too. In fact, when I called my first life coach, when I got really fed up in corporate America, I called my coach, and he asked me the, the, that question, Dan, what would make you happy? And I talked at length in great detail, very eloquently, for 20 minutes about everything that didn't make me happy. I essentially just sat there and bitched on the entire first session. Well, I don't want to work for this company that I don't believe in. And I don't want to wake up feeling tired and uninspired. But here is what is interesting for you. And I hope if you take nothing else from this episode that you understand this point. And I believe this to be universal law. The universe does not understand the word no, don't, or no more. If you say, I don't want to keep feeling stressed, the universe just hears, feel stressed. You will find more things in your life to feel stressed about. I don't want to be alone. No, the universe just hears the word alone. You're going to continue to struggle in your romantic relationships. We have got to get a crystal clear vision on what we want I compare this to getting in my car. Like if I left my hotel tonight in Scottsdale, Arizona and went into the GPS and typed that I want to go to New York, that could mean a number of different things. I could end up in the middle of Times Square. I could go down to my favorite pizza place, Don Giovanni, down on West 44th, get a delicious meal and go see a Broadway show. I could end up in the middle of Queens or I could end up in Albany. And those are three entirely different outcomes, even though they're all technically the location that I said I wanted to go to. So specificity matters here. We have got to get crystal clear and specific on what we want. People tell me all the time, Dan, I want to make more money. And then they get the 3% cost of living raise at work. You know, a person making $75,000 and you get a little over $2,000 spread over the course of 26 paychecks, and it doesn't really make a difference in your life, and then they complain about it. But in theory, you got what you wanted. You got more money. So redirect your attention. What is it? Do you want to make $100,000 a year? Do you want to make a million a year? Do you want a job that gives you a $50,000 pay raise plus bonuses? Get clear on that, and your brain is wired and designed to lead you in the right direction to find it. This is not some woo-woo BS self-development garbage I'm throwing at you. This is in your biology. Your brain has a function called the reticular activating system, the RAS for short. Super fancy name for a very small portion of your brain. But the RAS works almost like a military smart bomb. When you lock in on a target in your life, the RAS knows exactly where to go to go find it, even if it's a moving target. You know, the RAS is about filtering out all the stimuli that you encounter every day that doesn't really matter to you. Think about all the emails that come in on your phone, the social media notifications, all the conversations you overhear on the street, the signs you see everywhere. You couldn't possibly focus on every single thing going on around you. So the RAS filters this out and helps you focus only on what's important. And if you don't believe me, there's a very practical application in your life where you've experienced this. If you've ever gone and bought a brand new car and then you get out on the highway and you notice your same make, model, and color of car on the road everywhere, that's not an accident. 
Ladies, have you ever gone and bought that super cute dress that you feel sexy in and you go out on a date with your man and then you sit down at the table and there's some girl sitting next to you wearing your exact same dress? You're all like, what? She had that dress before. It was always there. The cars were always out there on the road. It's just now you notice it. You've invested your hard-earned money into buying these items, and the RAS knows these are things of value, so I'm going to notice it more often. It's an awesome part of our biology, and unfortunately, it works in reverse. When you're focused on what you don't want, the RAS is going to find more of that as well. I'm tired of dating a-holes. That's where your focus is. The RAS is going to find another one just like the person before. So we want to consciously direct our attention. You've got to be the director and the author of your life, focusing only on what you want and not on what you fear. And that brings us to another interesting point when we talk about what is it that we want, because people tell me all the time, Dan, I have no idea. I don't know what I want. Let's get honest, right? If I'm going to be a coach and mentor to you, we've got to have an honest conversation. Deep down, your soul knows exactly what you want. But let's get real. You're scared to admit it. You're scared of leaving a job you hate and your family disapproving and thinking you're crazy. You're scared of leaving a relationship that no longer serves you because you're afraid you're never going to find anything better. But what you focus on is what will expand in your life. So this is why it is so important moving forward to get specific about what you want to create. And even if you don't know, if, if in this moment, this second that you're like, Dan, I can't do anything with this. I don't know what I want. Let's shift the conversation to how do you want to feel each day? Because if you tell me that you just want to wake up feeling alive and excited and inspired, if you wake up wanting to feel a sense of adventure, if you want to wake up feeling more purpose, more passion, then at least we can reverse engineer the process to help discover what are the things that help you feel that way. There's tremendous wisdom in that answer as well. But the first question and the starting point for how to reinvent your life at any age is getting focused on what it is you want. The second question might actually be more important than that, though. As a coach, I'm less concerned with what people want as much as why they want it. So that is question number two. Why do you want this? Because you've got to have a bigger why. That's the only thing that's going to keep you going when you encounter a setback. If your goal is simply just to lose weight, Is that really aspirational? Is that inspiring? Is that going to get you out of bed when it's 20 degrees and there's a foot of snow on the ground and you don't want to drive to the gym? Of course not. When I lost all my weight in 2012, it was the first time in my life I didn't just sit and complain about, I want to lose weight. I got super clear. I put the exact weight that I wanted to weigh, but I also had a compelling why. Because I wanted to walk into any room with energy and vitality. I didn't want to be just this lethargic slug anymore. I wanted to have a swagger and a confidence. I wanted to walk in and I didn't want people just to see me. I wanted them to feel me when I walked into a room. That was the rocket fuel that I needed. Having that vision, that got me to my personal trainer every day. And that had me doubling up and doing the P90X DVDs at night. Because I had a vision that was so compelling, I knew I had to get there. I'll give you another story about a recent client of mine, very successful salesman, multiple six-figure earner, but also a man who was totally overworked, 
60 plus hours a week, always on the road traveling, on a variety of medications because he wasn't taking care of himself. So medications for blood pressure, cholesterol, anxiety, you name it. And, and early on in the coaching process, I couldn't get him to come up with his why. You know, for him, it was that scarcity mindset. If I don't work this hard, I can't take care of my family. The minute everything changed for him is when he took his son to freshman year of college a couple months ago. And he drops his son off, and the young man got super emotional with his father. He said, Dad, I am so glad that you've given me the opportunity to have this education. Thank you for how hard you've worked. He goes, but I'll be honest, I'm so scared. I'm scared my dad isn't going to be alive to see me graduate. And in that moment, my client found the leverage to make a change, to set better boundaries at work, to start taking his health more seriously. In fact, he's, uh, he's off most of the medication now that he was on because he's achieved transformation in his life so quickly. So this is why we need a why for the goal. Question number one, what do I want? Question number two is why do you want it? The third question to reinvent your life at any age, this is a big one. How can I serve others? Because if your goal is just about you, if it's just about the money that you're going to get and the opportunity and the dates and the nice car, you will achieve all those things. I, I believe you will get them. And I also know for a fact you will be unfulfilled and miserable again within six months. We've used the quote on this show before when we talked to Mastin Kip, the quote from David Geffen who says, people who think money is the answer to their problems don't have any money. There's plenty of rich, miserable people in the world. We see them in Hollywood. They're falling apart and self-destructing in the headlines on a near daily basis. Fulfillment is a product of connecting to yourself and then something bigger than you. Yes, you can have the goal to make a million dollars, but you don't really want that just so you can be Scrooge McDuck and take a slide down into a vault of gold coins, although that would be badass. I would not mind having a slide down into a money pit in my home one day. But if it's simply just about acquiring the wealth, it's going to feel hollow and empty. You know, when I think of my financial goals in my business moving forward, I think about the contributions I want to make. I think about my favorite charities and how I can donate. I think about how I can take better care of the people around me. Earning more money allows me to take even better care of myself so that I can show up and serve you in a bigger way. And I believe this is the discussion that helps us differentiate between passion and purpose. And don't get me wrong, I am all for passion. I want you to find your passion. I want you to do the things that make you passionate. But think about the questions that most people say when they talk about that. You know, how can I do the work I love? How can I get paid to do what I love? What's in it for me, 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 me? Passion is a little self-involved. And passion is fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But the conversation here is about purpose. It's how can I do work that I love, but how can it lift other people up and make a difference in the lives of others? I'm not asking you, by the way, to go out and cure cancer. It's not that kind of impact. It's taking the skills and solving the problems you already know how to solve and then teaching that to other people. I spent five days at a convention uh, a couple months ago with a group of multimillionaires, people who have amassed a huge fortune, and the one thing that they all had in common, they've all shown up and provided value to the lives of other people. There's a woman who built a multi-seven-figure business 
creating a digital course online that helps people train their dogs. That was her passion was animals, and she taught other people what she knew about training pets. The other woman who took her love of gardening and went into the city and helps people in Brooklyn and all over New York build a sustainable Whole Foods produce section on their balcony or in their backyard. Remarkable. But just taking what's already there inside of you and then passing that knowledge on to other people, that is where you will feel the ultimate fulfillment in your life. So those are the first three questions to reinvent your life. What do I want? Why do I want it? How can I serve others? And question number four is going to piss you off. This is not what you want to hear. It's not what you came to this podcast to hear, but it's what I feel compelled that I need to teach you today. Who do I have to become to reach my goals? Because you can't get to the next level in your life using only the same skill sets and knowledge that got you to where you're at right now. Getting to the next level financially, getting to the next level career-wise, getting to the next level in your relationship is going to require you to get to the next level emotionally. You want to create an epic romantic relationship, you're going to have to learn to become a person who can ask for what you need without feeling guilty. You want to get to the next level and make more money in your career, you're going to have to learn more information, right? If you're a person who's working in the mailroom of company, you can't just take the knowledge of the mailroom and expect to make it to CEO. You're going to have to learn, which means you're going to have to invest in your own education. This podcast, Life Amplified, almost never happened because the original vision that I had was to have a nationally syndicated radio show. For those of you here in the United States that remember the old Loveline show with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew, I thought, what a great idea if I could develop that but give people more you know, spiritual and practical tips to feeling fulfilled, You know, a little less medical but more about self-help and self-improvement. And I went into a studio and I recorded a demo with a friend and a co-host and we were really happy with the product and I shopped it to every major radio company in America and people liked it, but they didn't want to pick it up. Meanwhile, everybody in my life was telling me, Dan, go start a podcast. And I had a million different reasons why I shouldn't do it. Well, the equipment is too expensive. I can't afford it. I don't know the technology. I'm not going to be able to book good guests because people don't know who I am. Had a million, a laundry list of excuses why I couldn't do this podcast. At the end of the day, the truth is I was just afraid. I was afraid I would launch this project and fail. I was afraid that I wouldn't know how to produce and edit a podcast. I was afraid that people would turn me down and not be a guest on the show. I was scared of failure. What changed for me was the minute that I realized nobody was going to hand me a media platform of my own. And me expecting that was actually entitlement. That wasn't service. That wasn't personal growth. It was me feeling entitled. And that's when I went out and set out to create this podcast. And when I showed up for myself in my dreams and I learned to expand my skill set, the universe met me halfway. My dear friend Elvis Duran agreed to promote this show under his umbrella and promote it every week to 12 million people across 80 cities. But when you take a step to expand, to grow, to become more, the universe is going to take a step back toward you. And when I say become more, I don't mean become fake. 
this isn't about becoming a corporate kiss up or a phony and, you know, a kiss assing your way to the top of the ladder. This is actually just the opposite. It's becoming more of who you are. It's becoming more of who you always were. Expressing yourself in the fullest way possible to bring your purpose to life in this lifetime. So the real conversation I'm having with you, maybe that question wasn't even phrased right. Instead of who do I have to become, this is about how do I become more courageous? Because any next level that you want in your life is going to terrify you. It's going to require you to face uncertainty. It's going to stretch you outside of your comfort zone. But your job is to show up for yourself, for your dreams, and for the people that you're going to serve. And that means taking daily action in the face of fear. It means becoming the kind of person who is worthy of living their purpose. That is the hero's journey that Joseph Campbell talks about. The person who goes out and faces death, literally or metaphorically, to win the big prize that they seek. And finally, the fifth question to help you reinvent your life at any age. Who can mentor me to help me get to the next level? You can't do it alone. Trust me, I tried as an entrepreneur. I wanted to hoard all my money and save my money and say why I couldn't invest in myself, why I couldn't work with people who were further down the road than me, and it crippled my business initially. I've achieved so much massive growth, even with the mentor I'm working with over the last six months. All these great things have come into my life. So many blessings, but I needed to seek out the advice of somebody who's already accomplished what it is I want. And we see this all over the world right now. Mark Zuckerberg created a platform in Facebook that has changed the world. He was mentored by Steve Jobs. Bill Gates, the richest man in the world, didn't do it alone. He was mentored by Warren Buffett. You've got to seek out expert mentorship. Notice I said expert mentorship. So many of us seek advice from people who just happen to be closest to us who've never done the thing we want to do. How many times do you take dating advice from the one friend in your life that can't seem to get a relationship off the ground or sustain it? <laughs> Good luck with that. You're going to go to a personal trainer and get in excellent shape if the personal trainer's 200 pounds overweight? No. Are you going to hire a financial advisor who's filed bankruptcy 27 times in his own life? Absolutely not. Expert mentorship is what makes the difference. If you're a person looking to connect to their purpose in 2018 and you think and feel in your heart that I might be the mentor for you, by all means, reach out. I would be so honored to help you get to the next level. I've been there. I've been in that place where I'm stuck and stagnant and felt hopeless. I couldn't see a better future for myself, but yet here I am right now. You can go to my website, creativesoulcoaching.net. Fill out the coaching application. There's just a few questions on there so I can get to know your situation better. And we'll jump on the phone for a completely complimentary, no obligation, 30-minute coaching session. We'll talk about where you're feeling stuck, where you want to go, and how I might be able to help you close that gap faster. And if I'm not the mentor for you, no big deal. It's all good. There's thousands of people out there, but I want you to find the person who feels like a fit for you. I want you to find the person that you vibe with, that you really think can help you get to that next level. Because otherwise, what is going to be the cost to you in another year? If you're sitting here in 12 months listening to another podcast just like this, expecting somebody to give you the answers, 
you're going to stay stuck. Get out there and find a mentor today. I hope this episode serves you. This is something I'm so passionate about. These five questions, write them down. What do I want? Why do I want it? How can I serve other people? Who do I have to become to reach my goals? And who is the mentor that can help me accelerate my success? If you can write down those five questions and use them as journal prompts, I promise you're going to get to a new breakthrough for your life in 2018. You'll get more clarity on where you want to go. And even if you're a person who's not feeling stuck right now, know that at some point in your life that's going to change, right? We say all the time, failure is never final, but guess what, guys? Success is never final either. There's going to be a next level for you, and that's why I hope that you'll refer back to this podcast, use these questions, and use it as a springboard to move yourself forward in 2018. Don't forget, you can always connect with me, Instagram and Twitter, at CSC Dan Mason. You can find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash csoulcoaching, and you can always go to my website. I've got tons of blogs, training materials up there, and you can sign up for that complimentary 30-minute discovery call with me. The address is creativesoulcoaching.net. If this content is serving you, you know, we talk about why we want the goals that we want in our life. A big part of my why is to help inspire 10 million people to stop settling for a mediocre life. I want 10 million people to go from living at a five on a scale of one to 10 to a 10. I want people out there living their purpose and doing the work that they know that they're meant to do. But I need your help. You're going to be my mentor on this one. I need you to share this podcast with the people in your life. Screenshot it, upload it online. Make sure to tag me in it. That way I can reach out and say thank you for listening. You can click follow on the iHeartRadio app or click subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And we'll be back again next week with more amazing guests lined up who are going to inspire you and help you live life amplified. In the meantime, don't forget, turn down the volume on your negativity. Turn up the volume on your purpose. Talk to you next time. Take care.